0: Hills, you can find me on Twitter at No More Parties, and this is the Hero RB show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Sean Tugger was a three star running back in the high school recruiting class of 2020 and ended up committing to Syracuse University. He'll be draft eligible in 2023, so just a year from now, and he'll be just 21 years old on draft night when he declares and won't turn 22 until October 25th of his rookie season. He's been listed at 5'10 and 210 pounds on the Syracuse website. He's actually 5'10", 209 on their current spring roster. And based on historical weight gain data for eventual NFL running backs, I project he'll be 5'10", and 212 pounds at his eventual combine or pro day. That would not be an ideal height-weight combination for an NFL running back. It's a little bit undersized and would give him the same height and weight combination as Benny Cunningham and Cameron Artis Payne at their respective combines. There's not a whole lot of information out there on his athletic profile, but I was able to uncover some supposed sub 4-3-40 times from when he was back in high school. I don't know how legitimate they are, but it's not a terrible sign that he's supposedly very, very fast. As a producer, he's been very, very good. Playing in the ACC as a true freshman in only nine games, he had 739 yards from scrimmage and four touchdowns and a 27.2% Dominator rating, which is in the 90th percentile among true freshman running backs in the last 15 years. That production was posted on a team at Syracuse that went 1-10 in 10 that year, and was of 17th percentile quality relative to the teams of historical running back prospects, according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system. I like to compare player production to the numbers posted by historical prospects to get sort of like a contextual idea of what a given season on a given team means for a player. And given that he was a true freshman playing in the ACC on a very poor Syracuse team, the most similar true freshman seasons in the last 15 years among running backs who would eventually be drafted belong to Anthony Dixon, Rico Dowdle, and Puka Williams. That freshman season means that Sean Tucker broke out at 18.9 years old, which gives him an 84th percentile breakout age. As a sophomore, Sean Tucker exploded. He went for 1,751 yards from scrimmage, 14 touchdowns, and a 38.7% dominator rating, which lands in the 93rd percentile among second-year players in college football. That was on a Syracuse team that went 5-7, and seven, so a little bit better than the year before, but still only a 26th percentile team according to S&P+. Plus. But among other Power 5 running backs in their second seasons on teams of similar quality, the most similar seasons in my database belong to Edgerin James, Emmett Smith, and Bishop Sankey. As a receiver, he's been involved, but fairly limited. He has averaged 16 receptions per 12 games, so essentially 16 per full season, which is in the 55th percentile. His target share mark is similar, 9.5% in the 58th percentile, which is solid, but relative to the size of his role in the offense overall, it's not impressive. Um, I created a metric called satellite score, which helps me to contextualize the size of a player's receiving contributions relative to the size of his overall contributions to the offense. And it it essentially tells you the difference between, say, Chris Thompson's 10% target share and David Montgomery's 10% target share, given that Chris Thompson was a much smaller part of his team's offense at Florida State than David Montgomery was at Iowa State. So... While they both had 10% target shares, Chris Thompson's target share in the face of his lesser production overall probably speaks more to his ability as a receiver than the fact that David Montgomery posted a 10% target share while simply being the best player on the team and just being a large part of the offense in general. Sean Tucker's mark and satellite score is a 24.5, which is a 31st percentile number. So while he had upper percentile target share numbers, but given his overall role in the offense we shouldn't view him as an especially prolific pass catcher. His deployment as a receiver was a little bit interesting. He was split out wide or in the slot 10.7% of the time, which is a 66th percentile number. So he was moved around the formation a little bit. And his average depth of target is positive, 0.2 yards, which isn't super far. This is in the 46th percentile, but it's not backwards. Um, You know, we want to see him catching passes in front of the line of scrimmage, which he did that. And he was incredibly efficient on his targets. He averaged 13.9 yards per reception, which is in the 92nd percentile, and 8.6 yards per target, which is in the 79th percentile. However, I think those efficiency numbers are a bit misleading given that his catch rate was only 61.9%, which is a fifth percentile number. So he's not even catching the ball regularly. And that efficiency is largely fueled by a yards after the catch per reception average of 14.2, which is in the 97th percentile, which is impressive, but it's impressive as a ball carrier, not as a receiver. It only looks at what he's doing after he's already caught the ball. So he's catching barely 60% of his passes, and he's getting the vast majority of his receiving yardage simply as a ball carrier. I think he's fairly limited as a receiver. And I know that, you know, Syracuse, the the offense overall hasn't been great. The quarterback situation isn't fantastic. But kind of digging deeper into that catch rate number, he's only been thrown two contested targets in his career. Um, He caught one of them. He has five drops on 42 career targets, which is a fairly high rate. And his on-target catch rate, if we just look at how many balls he's catching out of the passes that are essentially catchable, his on-target catch rate is 82%, which is not a metric that I generally keep track of, but he's not going deep downfield to catch the ball, he's not being put in contested situations, and he's, you know, failing to haul in almost 20% of his on-target passes that doesn't speak well to his ability as a receiver. Given those metrics... You know, his deployment, his overall role, his efficiency, the guys who uh, my process indicates are similar receivers, or at least were in college, are guys like Michael Warren, Zach Moss, Divino Zigbo, and Alexander Madison. Guys who, you know, like Sean Tucker, had solid receiving roles in college as far as like target share numbers and things like that go, but are not players that we would expect to step into an NFL backfield and you know produce on third downs and be a large part of the passing game he might be passable there i think he's pretty limited as a rusher he's averaged 219 carries per 12 games so far in his college career which is an 86th percentile number and the way that i like to contextualize a player's efficiency numbers is by comparing them to their teammates yards per carry between guys on two different teams it's very difficult to know like what does six yards per carry mean at Alabama versus what it means at Memphis. But if you know that a guy averaged six yards per carry at Alabama while the rest of his team was averaging six and a half compared to a guy at Memphis who averaged six yards per carry while the rest of his team averaged five yards per carry, now we get a little bit better sense of how players are performing relative to their teammates given that they're operating in the same situations. But that begs the question, okay, how talented are those teammates? It's a little bit difficult to get a quick snapshot quantification of how good a group of players are, but I like to use recruiting stars as a, as a way to quantify how talented a guy's teammates were without the benefit of hindsight. It doesn't help me to know that Joe Mixon ended up being a great NFL player when I'm looking at Samaj Perine as a prospect. What I can look at is how good Joe Mixon was as a high school recruit and view Samaj Perine's efficiency in the context of that grade. Sean Tucker's teammates averaged 2.72 stars as high school recruits, which is in the 29th percentile among teammates of running backs who would go on to be drafted since 2007, so not an especially talented group of teammates. However, based on historical data, we would expect a running back who saw the volume that Sean Tucker has seen and played with the teammates that Sean Tucker has played with, we would expect an NFL-quality running back to average 0.63 yards per carry greater than their teammates during their college career. Sean Tucker has averaged 0.83 yards per carry greater than his teammates so far in his college career, which is a 62nd percentile mark and is 0.2 yards per carry higher than would be expected. So he's performing pretty well. His chunk rate, which is essentially just 10 yard run rate, how often is he reaching the second level on his carries, is 1.03% higher than his teammates, which is just a 51st percentile number. So at face value, his efficiency numbers relative to guys in the 29th percentile are in the 62nd percentile and the 51st percentile. That doesn't speak incredibly well to his potential to transition successfully from college to the NFL. He's barely above average relative to poor teammates. However, if we isolate the impact he's making on plays just to what he's doing, ignoring his teammates— He's averaging 0.24 missed tackles force per attempt per pro football focus, which is 0.02 greater than average. It's it's exactly what Jonathan Taylor averaged in college. And his breakaway conversion rate, which looks at just his runs that have already reached the second level, so just his 10-yard runs, how often is a guy converting those into longer gains of 20 plus yards? His breakaway conversion rate of 29.5% is a 43rd percentile mark. So he's barely above average as a tackle breaker. He's not been incredible in the open field, and he's outdoing his teammates in yards per carry and 10-yard run rate, but not to an incredible degree given the talent level of those teammates. However, if you account for the amount of defenders in the box that Sean Tucker is seeing relative to what his teammates are seeing, his efficiency numbers look substantially better. Sean Tucker has seen, on average, 0.02 more defenders in the box on his carries than his teammates have, which is just in the 54th percentile. But given his performance against each respective box count relative to his teammates' performance against those box counts, the average carry for Sean Tucker has been worth 135% the output of the average carry for all non Sean Tucker runners at Syracuse in the last two years. That box adjusted efficiency rating is a 90th percentile mark. And if you look at the level of consistency that Sean Tucker is running with using a metric called success rate, which looks at how often a player is gaining a requisite amount of yards given down and distance, it's 40% of yards needed on first down, 70% of yards needed on second down, and 100% of yards needed on third or fourth down. So if you use success rate in the context of the box counts that he's seeing and relative to the success rate of his teammates against those box counts... Sean Tucker is succeeding on 14% more of his carries than the other Syracuse running backs are, which is the number one mark in my database, and it's 5% higher than Damian Pierce and Kenneth Walker's relative success rates, and those two guys are number one and two in the 2022 rookie running back class. So not only is Sean Tucker's relative success rate the best in my database, it's significantly better than the best players behind him. And given his size, given his potential athleticism. Given his rushing efficiency numbers, some comps that my process reveals for him from just a pure runner standpoint are Sony Michel, Javante Williams, Dalvin Cook, Kenneth Walker, and DeAndre Swift. Stylistically, he matches up with those guys to varying degrees depending on how well they break tackles, how good they are in the open field, how fast they are, things like that. But just looking at height, weight, potential 40 time, assuming he runs like a 4-4, given the, given the early reports about his you know sub-4-3 speed, we'll, we'll round up a little bit and give him a 4-4. But given his efficiency numbers, given his potential athletic profile, given projections about his height and weight at the combine, those five guys look like really strong comps for him from a pure runner standpoint. And given that overall profile, the bottom line about Sean Tucker is that he's going to have decent size, supposedly excellent athleticism. He's been a tremendous producer. He's limited in the receiving game, and I would like to see some further development from him in that area, especially given the limitations of other skill position players at Syracuse. We've seen guys like Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray, Jay Ajayi in the past be at these mid-major programs, and while not strong receivers inherently, they do own large portions of their team's passing game, given that they're just so much better than everybody else on the team. And while Sean Tucker is playing in a Power 5 conference, I do think Syracuse is comparable in that way to somewhere like Boise State or UCF, and Sean Tucker should be able to serve a Jay Ajayi, Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray-type role as a guy who gets work on the ground as well as through the air, given that he's so much better than everybody else on the team. So he's fairly limited in the receiving game. Hopefully we see more from him there in the following season. But I think he's one of the best pure runners in college football. His profile is essentially Kenneth Walker's profile if Kenneth Walker broke out year one and had some semblance of receiving chops. We haven't seen anything from Kenneth Walker that would indicate that he could be a strong receiver in the NFL from a volume or efficiency standpoint. We have seen Sean Tucker do both of those things to some degree. I would also like to see him bulk up and come into the combine at 215+. plus. It's difficult to get high volume work in the NFL if you're undersized and not a great pass catcher. And right now, Sean Tucker looks like he's going to be slightly undersized, and he's not a great pass catcher. I think he's big enough, especially given how good he is as a runner, to be a productive player in the NFL. But for him to make good on the promise that he shows as like a really high-end rusher of the football, he needs to be a little bit bigger than it seems he will be, and he needs to be a better receiver. Right now, I believe he's a value at RB7 or RB8 in debbie drafts, and given the limitations in the profiles of some of the guys going ahead of him, I'd be willing to take him over players like Tank Bigsby and Jameer Gibbs.